essence of what artistry is like meant Thank to be. You. It's like a conduit, you know, like you like that, let the energy flow like through you, yeah. you know, like a, a circuit. Here. That's, and I'm like, sir, it's got your fingerprint in there and it was still wet. And he goes, it's got value. I go, no, it decreased the value now. Now I got to redo it. And I was uh, hospitalized for 13 days and my art shifted a different direction. So now when I go to bed, I see bugs, butterflies. If it glows in the dark, it's my painting for the next day. It's going to be a glow in the dark. I don't fight. I just create. Right. It comes out naturally. Well, hello there, family. You're listening to Fired Up Freedom with Steve Ryan. Fired Up Freedom. All right. Free. look for certain services or products and it's just hard to find and you want to know if someone else has used that before well visit my resources page steveryan.com slash resources steveryan.com slash resources fired up friday is now fired up freedom welcome to fired up friday <laughs> what's going on this is steve ryan with hobby oma and we got Annalise in the background, Josh is over there. We rocking and rolling down here, Pacific City, Highway, Huntington Beach, let's go! So, um, you know, being a part of the community and then you as an artist yourself, um, you know, in regards to what happened there, explaining to me about the Alpha Group and everything like that, these are terms that I'm mostly unfamiliar with. But um, would you look forward to that happening again? Or are you trying to do things like differently for, uh, for next time? Like, I guess basically, and they were telling me also how you're transitioning you know, into the, the Web3 space. Would that be like considered successful? I mean, it's, it's, it's a good look, you know? And like, I mean, yeah, sure it feels, it, it's great and everything, you know, but it's like, like the I think outcome that we're like looking to. No, not again. necessarily. So you kind of want all of those in one, right? Like right? When we talk about having the full package, it's having the alpha groups, the whales, to help basically, um, clear out the project for the people that are interested in buying, but maybe they're worried it doesn't mint out. Because like we all see, if you have a project and a, half the people buy it, but it doesn't mint out, they believed in it, that's why they bought it. But all of a sudden they're doubting themselves. Oh, should I not have bought this? Should I not have done this? Sometimes when you have alpha groups that basically clear things through, it's, it's bought and you're on now to the secondary. You're on to building utility and, and, and new people and, and bringing people in. Um, sometimes you have people that um, they don't know, they don't look, and they don't even check because one thing didn't hit. The problem with it doing that though is if you don't have that community behind it, right. it, it doesn't become really an NFT. Because just like a physical piece, when you give it to someone, you never see it again, you never make royalties, it's gone. Um, same thing with products that don't really have a secondary market. You sell it, but it never gets secondary. Yes, yes. You're never creating okay. the royalties, which the whole point of NFTs is right. being able to make royalties forever, you know, in per perpetuity. So they just buy and hold and like, or, and just drop, or like, um, what is that? Called? Well, no, so if it's, just like with stocks, right? When people ask why are stocks up and down, more buyers than sellers, more sellers than buyers. So as soon as you have more sellers than buyers, um, and it's on a vast majority, maybe somebody bought 30 
pieces and then someone else bought 30 and then someone else bought 30 and they dumped all their pieces at the same hour span you're talking about like 90 pieces dropped on the floor that now 90 new pieces you have to pick up or someone's going to undercut that on the floor and someone undercuts that and then it just is this downward spiral of everyone freaking out trying to get out of something that's not even falling apart and is that where we're at kind of right now like no um and i mean not not exactly for i don't think the market's like that no it's not more you said sellers than buyers yeah i mean as well the volume is the volume right yeah. because of crypto in general um, but what's strange is when crypto goes down and crashes, NFTs actually go up because it's a fire sale. If ETH goes down, the price of your <laughs> NFT at NFT is no longer 2500 It's now 17 You just got a massive discount. So that's why if you look, when everything's crashing and the world is burning and everyone's like, oh, Bitcoin's going to zero. Everyone in NFT land are laughing going, oh, it's time to buy. Because when everyone's fearful, that's that's when you that's when you right. make your real money, right? Well, yeah. um, but realistically, if you believe in it, nothing's changed. Right. And nothing has changed. If you believe in what in, in whatever currency that you're buying, just because it goes up or down, it shouldn't change that value. So um, that's why you see gas at like five hundred, six hundred dollars when the market's crashing because everyone's buying NFTs. Even though the market's crashing, it's very no, expensive or cheaper. Uh, Five hundred dollars expensive, obviously. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, And you used another term, mint out. That means selling out. Or yeah, like basically during your mint, you'll have um, you know a certain amount of collection, whatever it's, it might be, uh, five hundred, might be a thousand, seven thousand, ten thousand, um, and just minting out is there. Now you don't have to mint out right away. A lot of people think they do, and that's just because we were in a bull market for a long time. Everyone was buying anything. Yeah. It's very easy to mint. And like yeah, you just when you see the volume move, it, everything's on volume. If volume on OpenSea for the last two months is at a record, you and I know rooms are bigger. Mm -hmm. Everything's bigger. People are happy. the The world is excitement. We're gonna do it. We're gonna make it right. And then as soon as it's like dead, everyone's like, "What am I doing? What? Ape, what <laughs> I don't ape? need to be a Web three. Yeah, I don't need I to need do this. job." Yeah, <laughs> I made a mistake. I made a mistake. Yeah. I got family issues. Yeah, family issues before that. So <laughs> like, <laughs> or worse, it's like you'll you have a lot of people. I just need to step away from this. It's like this yeah. isn't even anything. I, need to I just need to think about it. <laughs> yeah, like, process. Oh. <laughs> um. I feel fired up. I feel fired up now. Fired up Fridays on Now you Tuesday. get that visual when you come into the space. Yeah. I mean, that's, I got the phone. The phone be, you know, like, what's going on, everybody? Look, we're going to get it. All right, Tavi in the room. Down in the room. We're going to go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. So what do you think of the gallery? It's very nice. It's, it's official. You know, I really like, definitely, um, the... I don't know, I, I look for specific words and everything, but like the assort assortment, yeah, of like all the products and the variety of the products. I really, I thoroughly enjoy that. Like, like socks, you know, like pillows, yeah. you know, it's like you, you're covering a lot of different industries here, yeah. you know, and if nothing else, you know, I, I understand like, cause we're, we're, I'm, we're growing like as artists, as people and everything, even if you don't have it locked down. Yo, Tommy, like, check out that bird I saw. <laughs> now he's just trying to you, you know when, when I when I started out I was doing art walks uh, we, we in, talked in, about in this, Laguna right? Beach 
Yeah. Uh, and I had a spiritual lady that I worked with, and she goes, "You got to go into this gallery right now, show me stuff." I just had put in my Instagram account, and she goes, "Well, I need your portfolio." And I'm like, oh, "I don't have it." And then I'm like, "Oh, I have my stuff on Instagram now." Right. So I showed her that, and she goes, "You're ready to be seen." $150 for an easel outside. She goes, bring three pieces. We can. You're only allowed to show one. I did. Call some of my my collectors. Came. She bought a 48 by 60 on my first art walk. Boom, and I kept selling right. for the next six months outside. I, I was invited to the galleries. Never on the main gallery because the uh, owner uh, at that time only supported abstract art inside his main gallery. And I was like, why does it always have to be abstract? Right. So I continued to do my stuff. One thing that I did was. I started uh, putting my, uh, once I got into the studios, I had a window hanging up my art, uh, art walks the first Thursday, uh, first Thursday of every month. I put cups, thank you cards, and t-shirts. I started branding myself. I yeah. wanted to test, I wanted to test what was, I knew I, I have, I know That's I have something I big. I know. Yeah. So I had to test myself and it kept growing and, and you'll see like the it's cupcake series. Yeah. You're, 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 you see the cupcake series. And I used to bake cupcakes. So the night before the art walks, we would bake. When whoever was in my house, we'd bake cupcakes, sprinkles, put jello inside, and hand them out and had a guest book. I said, want a cupcake? Sign my guest book so I can let you know about my events. Mm -hmm. I started doing that, then went to a different gallery. Uh, I was rejected in Palm Springs. I've been rejected at galleries. I've been told I wasn't the real thing. But I kept branding my product. Right. Uh, this became available in January, and I saw the opportunity. Um, what made me realize that I had something good last summer, I did gay pride for San Fernando Valley, for La Familia, and I did basket baskets and donated <coughs> one where we raised money. They gave me a valued 5,000 tent, and I had products under the tent. A lot of these products were in my garage. Uh, and to see everything under one roof was amazing for me. So when I see my gallery, I'm like, you know, not a lot of people can afford a $10,000, $8,000 piece or a $5,000. But you can take a pair of socks for $24, a coloring book, a thank you, a thank you card for $424.50. Right. It's giving something that they're going to have the experience of the gallery and sharing it with, because it is not my gift. It's a gift for me to share with the world right. and giving back to the community. Right. Like on this wall back here, I have two local <laughs> artists that I featured that art there. Uh, and I don't charge them the rent. I just, I want to give back. I got two artists already lined up for next month. That the very top is Marco and the very bottom with the box back there, the abstract, is Dan along. This is Dan. This is Dan and these are Marco's. These are mine, but then you see Dan over there with the abstract mm. as well. So it, I, I just need to remind myself where I've been. Right. And, and just, don't take things for granted. It's it's giving back. No, it's beautiful. You know, I can feel like the energy and like I this love, is very I love all the freedom, that right, freedom, right. pride. Like everything is inspirational yeah. freedom. And, and then some principles. of them glow in the dark. I'll show you. Oh. There's light. Oh. Okay, oh. I did the the time that the Java time glows in the dark. Okay. Be your voice. This is before COVID too. Uh, and then the two at the bottom glow in the dark. That's wow. Then if you come here, you're gonna see the lady deco woman glows. The universe planet glows, but if you look closely, this piece, this is what she looks like when you shut the light off. <laughs> wow. Right here, Frida glows, trust, love glows in the dark, but this is what she looks like here. That's good. <laughs> That's awesome. Wow. So I always try to, I always tell people that it is a five-year-old kid painting, because it is. 
Uh, my grandparents raised me, so it's just I put my I stay grounded and I meditate, yeah. and I see my paintings on my ceiling before at night. Uh, I had a I had COVID. I was hospitalized in mm -hmm. November. I got really sick. Uh, hospitalized for 13 days, and my art shifted a different direction. So now when I go to bed, I see bugs, butterflies. If it glows in the dark, it's my painting for the next day. It's going to be a glow in the dark. I don't fight. I just create. Right. It comes out naturally. Fired Up Freedom will be right back after these messages. Do you ever have moments where you feel stress, anxiety, or it's hard to sleep? Then meditation may be the perfect thing to help you. Come and join our meditation channel where there's 24 hours a day on-demand meditation music. Go to steveryan.com slash meditation. That's steveryan.com slash meditation. It's time to have freedom from the noise. The two that are outside, I started painting those yesterday. Mm. I love the one with the white face. It's like, wow, I'm like, it's, yeah. it's I, you know, the beauty of it is that my art has completely evolved. This is what it used to look like. Stuff like this, back in 2015. Yeah, yeah. And then to see this, yeah. wow. To see everything in, under one roof, there's only one work that I could, that comes to my mind, magical. And that color is freedom for me, guys, you know? It, I have to stay humble every day. Yeah. And don't let my ego get in like I'm this, people say, oh, you made it on, on it's just me, I'm having fun. Right, right. Um, I feel everything that you're saying, like, through, through all of these, I, it's like, I don't, that is not a 20, that not is not a five year old kid painting. I go, maybe that's your interpretation, but it is. It's a kid. Right, right. It's I go to my happy moments, and if you look at the colors, man, they're happy colors. Yeah. I can show you one painful period of my life that these two are the ones that they remind me of what it was like probably about seven years ago. These these are pretty dark for me. Yeah, you can tell. Yeah, and it was hope and trust. Yeah, the colors. Hey yeah. Mm. Right. So the whole transition has been very interesting, and being a, I was honored to be on your space. Uh, I was like, yeah, and I'm glad that we finally met. Uh, I appreciate everything that is, goes on, and I appreciate that I have a view to paint. I use the gallery as my studio, and. I invite artists to come and paint with me right. during the week. You know, hey, you want to? I got two artists coming in uh, Thursday or Friday. It's it's just fun. Yeah. No, you remind me of like the, uh, like the essence of what artistry is like meant Thank to be. You. It's like a conduit. You know, like you like that let the energy flow like through you. Yeah. You know, like a, like a circuit that's that's going like full. You know, and then you want to reciprocate that energy. You know, outwards and like yeah, so. And the question is that most people say, how long does it take you to paint? Sometimes I don't like answering that question. And you know, it takes a couple of days. Uh, from, I did two pieces in two days. I mean, I can produce art and whip it out. No, really for fast. me, that question doesn't come to mind. It's not like, <laughs> I, yeah. this I is, would ask this how <laughs> consistently, you know, and uh, I yeah. have inventory in the back too, my stock. Like, do you, you do, do you say? Like a specific time to aside to, um, to create it. There's there's probably like four times a week. 
sometimes on a Saturday because it also attracts more people in. Okay. Um, I paint outside, uh, and there's a day that I kind of allow myself, okay, I'm gonna order merchandise, I'm gonna do this, right. straighten out or move. Right. I rearrange the whole gallery because I had a divider here with pieces more art, and I'm like, no, and then I have big, big round rags for my products, and I said, they're too bulky, let me simplify it. Well, before the event, I said, let me just, and then now I have the chairs facing the ocean because I had east, right. uh, paintings covering my windows. And I'm like, uh, I'm paying a lot for a view that I'm hiding and I should share it, you right, know? Right. So now it just has this positive vibe, more light, right. great view of the ocean. You know, I allow myself to kind of, you're gonna paint four days and I don't even know, like I wasn't anticipating painting that one outside yesterday. Any right. of them, I just, all of a sudden I said, ah, paint. I started organizing my stock room and canvases and I said, oh, why do you just paint? And then it just, Boom. I'd see the painting and I'm like, I'm gonna hold off for a day or stuff and and it just I just get creative. Right. So like that that whole do you like schedule and like you, you set yourself like discipline, you have to say like to yourself. I I discipline is a is a big thing. Yeah. Uh for me. Uh I've also disciplined that when I go home, I go home and the beauty of this of having the gallery and using it as a studio, I don't have any art supplies in the house. I used to have my studio in the garage, no paints, no brushes, everything's here. So I separate this, okay. and then I have my personal life, uh, which is something that I've never experienced, and it's, it's a luxury to have that, because I go home, hang out with my partner, play with the dogs, have dinner, right. if I want to watch TV, or if I want to meditate, it's a different life. But discipline myself to finding time for, for my art, it's a, it's a must. Right. I mean, I'm, I'm going to create today, or I'm going to paint today. It's a weekend, great, no problem, I'm going to resonate, and. I tell people like, oh, it's wet. And of course you're gonna have somebody that says, well, if I touch it like this, if you touch it, you just bought yourself an $8,500 piece of art. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and I'm straightforward. I mean, it's, I'm being honest. Right, I mean, right. one guy actually did touch it and he goes, it's worth more money. I go, no, sir, now I gotta fix it, sir. He, he did thought, it on purpose. He did it on purpose. Cause wow. I said, there's signs. Uh, that happened about a month and a half ago. And he goes, here. And I'm like, sir, it's got your fingerprint in there. And it was still wet. And he goes, it's got value. I go, no. It decreased the value now. Now I gotta redo it. And I was able to touch it up because it was still fairly wet with the resin on it. So it's like, why would you do that? Yeah, right, right. Um, but go, going back to discipline, that reminds me of uh, that. Uh, and this is one, like, one of the questions that I ask the most because uh, it seems that people who are successful in whatever you know uh, artistry that they pursue they have heaping portions of like both brain you know like sides so you seem to have like a distinction between like the business aspects of it and like the, oh, the art uh, the business like part. they fuel each other yeah the business so part so that relationship with them okay so the business part i used to for 13 years um i used to consult people i sold my art and, and if a business high-end store or for instance if an ashley store went out of business i would go in there and consult them and I would give them what they made in one year in a three-month contract guaranteed like at a 40 or 50% margin. And I trained their staff how to read the buying signs when somebody's interested and certain lines. This is just on yourself, on you? On your... uh, no, it was a company that okay. I, I, was a, I was an independent contractor. So okay. I drove for 30 years cross-country doing that and selling my art at the same time. Finding time to... That's a valuable skill, right? And, and I would sell them to the in-house people. You know, the ladies behind people the camera. People don't ask these questions. You people know, need to know yeah, these Yeah, so I, I did that. So as far as 
coming from the business part, I already have that. Right. I walked out from a job that uh, I ran a very high end luxury uh, living showroom here. I walked out from a $200,000 job to pursue my passion. Yeah. And the good thing was that I had the support from my partner, Brian, uh, to said, give it six months to a year. And believe me, man, I worked my butt off. But mm -hmm. I reinvented COVID hit and I'm like, what the hell am I gonna do? I published coloring books, submitted some artwork to LA. One of them was chosen. I just kept hitting stuff and I'm like, no, it doesn't exist in my vocabulary. I That's will not. find a solution and find an answer, do my research. Uh, I've been on my own since I was 15 and a half, so nobody can tell me you cannot do this because I've, I've done things that I, nobody, you know, there's no one that can say. Running for myself at times, I can't describe the words I try.